Who's your best friend? Mommy. Hello. Hey. Hi, motherfucker. <laughs> you lived at my house this weekend, but <laughs> I totally did. It kind of felt like we were roommates, I guess, because we did the sleepover at your house, and then we had yeah, yeah. the Fourth of July at your place. Yeah, it was a it was a good weekend though. I'm glad you guys came over. But hey, you know it's easier to deal with my kids when your kids are around, vice versa. Oh no, for sure. I'm always like, two kids are better than one. I'm always like, play date, play date, play date. Yeah, like then they can entertain each other and like. Oh, so I don't have to play. play. Yeah. Yeah, like it's so much cooler to like show this friend this rocker, like my favorite McDonald's toy than mom. Or you guys go swim. I will watch you so you don't drown, but. Yeah, like I can supervise, I can referee a little bit, but like I'm, I'm with you. Well, so that's, that'll be like so perfect. We talked about like dinner next week. Oh yeah, so you have a boyfriend, I have a husband, and I was like, hey, bring the boyfriend over, meet my husband. Which is and you're like this is more anxiety provoking than a play date because like it is anxiety like I've had to due to COVID it's been very hard to meet my kids friends mom parents blah 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 and I've had to like scrawl notes and so like I get where you're coming from so I'm 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 laughing because I think I'm a very I'm introverted which people are kind of shocked to find out but I am introverted so it's funny for me because I'm like I'm scared to meet my kids friends moms and so it's and I'm like I'm not scared to meet your boyfriend so uh, it's interesting I'm like, it's like vice versa yeah I'm like taking my kid to a play date and I'm like I hope this mom's not weird if she is like whatever we're just gonna like fake like that his sister pooped her pants or something so we can leave early um but like yeah. I like have like a legitimate like I, I need Greg and Nerdstick to get along because so we can maximize our playdates. <laughs> yeah. But like, like I told you, Greg and Nerdstick are bo- both very easy, easy personalities. Like they could talk to anybody. Like Greg's much nicer than I am. And like, I don't Nerdstick's think it's like time with Nerdstick. <laughs> yeah, I have, but, but you know what? I've met him like a few times and he's been nothing but nice so there are people that you'd meet and they're an asshole so no not he's not an asshole i'm saying like no so greg won't have a problem with them he's not an asshole he's not an asshole unless i serve him eggplant maybe they'll have like a crazy bromance because nerdstick is very introverted and we always and i like talk about how i relate to greg like i feel like i'm the man like the girl version of greg so maybe they'll be like like i don't know how that works (laughs) So, um, this weekend though, so we had to do this tonight. This is the first time we're taping like late at night. Our kids went to bed. Mm-hmm. I'm in my room and you're leaving for a wedding tomorrow, right? Yeah. Like, what do you know? I'm getting on it. It's my your dad. friend's wedding, right? Well, it's my cousin, oh, my cousin. first cousin. So my dad is her uncle. He's performing the ceremony. So he asked me with help writing vows. And I thought this was like, a really weird exercise in like knowing what I know now, what do I think needs to go in vows? Cause when I got married, it was like, I, you know, I was 24. I had- Did you do your vows when you got married? 
Um, We just, we had a judge who was like a friend of the groom's family. He did the ceremony for us and he was like chill. He had us like come to his house like a week before he showed us like his boilerplate. Like here's, you know, typically the shortest one possible. I crossed out a bunch (laughs) more stuff to make it like even shorter and called it good. Um, So, yeah. So like, I just, I was trying to go, like, I really wanted, like, I had just wanted to elope. I was like, you know, I wasn't super into the wedding thing. It was like a hoop we had to jump through, um, kind of like from where I was sitting versus like, I know you, you guys wrote your own vows. Right. Like I, yeah. Um, I'm more emotional. So like you're saying, you probably identify more with my husband and, um, practical. Yeah. So yeah, practical. And I'm very, I come from like an emotional, which, you know, I've gotten in trouble like college there. He was, I like argued a grade, a grade. He gave me like a bad grade in English or something. And I argued with him and I started crying and he's like, I'm not going to talk to you when you're so emotional. But, um, that was before me too. But yeah, I'm like, I'm just more, um, yeah. So I wrote my own, I centered mine around, Cause I'm a writer. It was about a draft and we've, you, we know we had broken up, et cetera. And then and you we had first draft. Did you work? First draft is a draft. Like that was the whole thing. And then we had kids and it was a revision. And so I centered it. I did like a story about that. Oh. And then Greg was just like, I'm here for you. <laughs> yeah, I was like, like, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I shouldn't, I was more looking at it as like, cause, uh, cause I'm divorced. So it was like post-mortem, like what went wrong? So you're writing the vows for your cousin. That's true. So it's different. Right. But like, yes. But so it's like, what advice do I wish someone had given me before I got married the first? Like there's like you a know, little script that we wrote that he's going to read okay. out of the vows is more like where the okay. kind of stuff is coming in. And then like yeah. the vows themselves are like pretty simple but I made them they're really into hunting um like the I think the groomsmen are like wearing camo vests or something so like it's we'll see on dateline (laughs) well this is like I wrote something cute about like um you know to be my wife and hunting partner to have and to hold until the alarm goes off at 3 a.m opening day um I'm sure you get a fabulous job I don't know you will have to like video that for us uh so like knowing what you now though, is there like something else you would have put in your vows or like some kind of weird stipulation? No, because you know what? I don't know that people go like, does it matter? I don't know. Uh, I started at the beginning of the pandemic. I started to create a, because I, I just do, sh- I was like, I'm going to create a wedding album. And I was like, I'm going to put our vows and but I'm like, but who's going to know? I never know though. Like I have framed in my room. Um, I was like randomly going through my grandma's like wedding albums and stuff. And she yeah. has like this little crumpled piece of like notebook lined paper. And it's not, it's a note written to uh, my grandpa. So like, to her, but, um, and it's like some rhyme that his like drunken parents like. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You know what else? My parents are divorced and I have their wedding album in my daughter's room because I'm like this is really cool I love old you know I suppose it depends like I love old shit so that was like one thing I really did like I was not super into the whole wedding planning thing like the florist brought the wrong wrong flowers and I was like whatever like this is fine the one thing that like I really liked that we did was there was like a adjacent to like the main room where like our ceremony and reception and everything was there was like a little side room where we had people go to just do like a cocktail hour so that they could like switch the main room over to reception mode. Um, and I had 
framed on all the tables, all the wedding photos from like all of our grandparents and great grandparents. That's awesome. That's a really cool idea. I love that. Love, love, love that. I do. I did love that part of my wedding for sure. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And you were young and pregnant though too. So you're probably like, just look at this shit over with. Well, yeah. I mean, I was like really pregnant. So like everybody else is like hammered. Like we argued with like the wedding planner. They're like, there's no way you'll go through this much booze. And like everyone, like it was so bad. There was nothing left but rumplements by like 11 people are trashed. And I'm like the sober pregnant girl just crying. Like, do you guys feel like my wedding is fun? I'm so tired. I'm going to go home and nap before I come back to clean all this shit up myself so that we don't have to pay that. You want to clean it up? I came back at like midnight to clean everything up because it would save us like $400 or something. Oh my God. Where was your maid of honor? She should have done that. Oh my gosh. She was probably like, screwing the best man. Well, the, her uh, her husband was there, but oh. um, she got like super stoned when she gave this before she gave the speech. And then the last time I saw her, it was like her because it's like my best friend since I was like two. So it's like her and like a bunch <laughs> of our other childhood friends are like um, just like drunk in the parking lot, like trying to get a cab. Like they don't know what's oh, happening. <laughs> like, and I was just like, and I'm going to listener write into us something about uh his daughter he was a a divorced dad what was it he was a divorced dad of daughters he had two daughters divorced to have this was like the crux of it can you raise your daughters to have a healthy body image if their mother is also getting like and then he like lists off a bunch of like cosmetic yeah so but also we should note he did say they're divorced right are are separated i guess i think they're like i don't separated not divorced okay so what do you think what do you think what's your take i mean i think it's possible i think it just depends on how you approach it so like we were talking about earlier like i really like makeup and i like girly stuff and it's not that i'm prissy like i go camping i'm wearing a baseball cap right now like i say fuck um but like i just think it's really fun it's you not wear like, jock strap. this yeah. to like be a mask or I need to and Everly really loves makeup and she has like people give her a hard time so um, you wanted to talk about that as well so Everly is seven right she's seven, seven yeah um and she like I mean she likes the makeup too and so she'll like wear it to school and people will make fun of her and it becomes this whole thing and so we just really talk about more like you know what I'm not gonna wear makeup today because it's like I don't have time and I don't whatever but makeup is really fun so when we do have time like yeah like let's play let's see what this purple eyeshadow is gonna look like or it could be like it's not a school thing but we can do it at home like I I mean I don't know I get her in trouble because I let her like just do it because I'm like I feel like I I'm with you I don't think it's like I love she came to my house and that was when I (laughs) she's like Miss Megan can I put this on makeup on? I was like, absolutely. And you know what? Here's some face paint. Some face like, paint. I don't give a sh- like you're at my house, like just have fun. And then she came out with her whole she was like paint blue for four days but- <laughs> in her ears. But, but like, but it's more like she's having fun and being creative. It's not that like she's yeah. trying to be sexy. Try- trying to be sexy. No, 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 no. No, and so, like, I think it's weird, but, like, the way that, like, we police, like, I think that's the dichotomy that's, like... Oh, so my- I'm with you, because I had a play date. My son had a... One of his gr- friends as a girl, so he's only five, come over, and... Well, he's betrothed. 
right? Yeah. So I'm like, I'm like, you know, it was, it was really interesting because normally boys come over, but like she, the girl wanted to play in Isla's, my daughter's room and like whatever. And I was trying to get them together. And so we started watching a movie and I noticed her toes had paint. And I was like, oh, can I paint your fingernail? Like I got new nail polish or whatever. She's like, no, my mom won't let me paint my, you know. Yeah. And I was like, every parent's different. Well, and I think that's like a common thing, but I never, like when I was a kid, I was allowed to have pink nail polish, but I wasn't allowed to have red. And Mm -hmm. I never really thought about why until, and it's, and I think it goes back to kind of the same thing as like at Phoenix day when like they would get after Everly for like her, her skirts too short. And it's like, why are you sexualizing my four-year-old? They all sit in the same room with the door open. Like, she's four leave her and I kind of feel like the cosmetic stuff kind of is along the same lines and then I think as they get older it's kind of framing the cosmetic like surgeries and that kind of stuff like there are procedures I would love to have done great if that's gonna if I can afford it and it's gonna make me feel better great it's not gonna change who I am as a person or you know the fact that I don't have these procedures isn't stopping me from doing anything it's like a You know, so like if that's something you're into, I'm totally into it. I like whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, like even do both. So people that have problems with like when Archer, my boy, was like two, he was like painting his nail. Like, I don't give a shit. He was wearing um Hello Kitty dresses. Just so that's interesting you say that because our kids went to the same daycare. Uh, but mine child was a boy, he wore dress there and they encouraged it encouraged it encouraged it so it's funny like with Everly they're like don't like back off your femininity with Archer like yeah get it more you know yeah like well because we want to be able to it's like this weird double standard that reminds me too oh I because Rowan like to paint his nails and so if I'm taking if we're going to the nail salon and he wants his nails painted like sure and I had like some men in my family like have a real problem with it and finally I was like you know what tell me exactly what you think is wrong with it and they're like, well, you know, what if you turn him like, you know, like homosexual? Oh, then I, I turn around and I like look at this grown ass man. And I'm like, how many times do you think I would have to paint your nails to make you gay? And he's like, yeah. well, that's not how it works at all. And I, oh, see, so you do get it. It's just like this contact, like, at what? Oh, my dad, too. I think it's like a general, I mean, I'm hope it's a generation thing because my dad, you know, is around, is like your dad. And he was like, he got disgusted if Archer had his nails painted or was in a dress and a tutu. But I was like, he's just like, because even at school, they're like, he, this is what they, because my husband, he was like, just because of history, he was a little wary of it. And I'm like, it's just a phase. They're just exploring. Let them have- and I'm glad that they let Archer, because like when Rowan wanted to wear dresses to the school, like his, most of the staff was like super cool about it, but there were like one or two teachers would like cross themselves and like, but did you bring him pants? And I'm like, yeah, there's shorts in his backpack if he wants to change. Also, that school has extras, but no, I would send Archer- school and that hello kitty thing <laughs> the one time they sent rowan home in the extras they were pink shorts and it was when rowan had the ponytails so i had like four people compliment yeah bro i remember like, always seeing girl. rowan had the ponytail it's adorable yeah, he doesn't like haircuts and that's not Wait, no you know what my kid doesn't either and i i'm like i'm actually upset with myself because 
Well, I told you the whole history of the haircut thing, but oh, it, well, his hair cut his hair during the pandemic. Pandemic and and, and life. <laughs> it was too short. He got like really freaked out and wouldn't look at himself in the mirror. It was a whole thing. So now going, so now he won't ever let the barber get too sh- short. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you have to go so now. His barber's is is Kool Aid at Roosevelt. He's amazing. So Kool Aid will like do the top. So Archer's always like, don't do my bangs. So he'll just do like a fine line, and you know, uh, but it's hot. And Archer's hair is so Archer's hair is like mine. It's thick and it's everywhere. So he wakes up and it's like, and he won't let me comb it or put gel in it and blah blah blah. So I'm every morning is like, dude, I either you you've got to cut it or I've got to like gel it because you look like a rooster and he's like okay i'll cut it and he'll go get his scissors <laughs> he'll try to cut it have you you know what worked with rowan is i got like maybe kool-aid helps archer pick out some but like his barber um rowan's like helped him pick out like some cool products and okay. we practiced at home and i showed him how to do it himself so like now he'll do it like 80 percent of the way and then he'll come and be like mom does this look right now be like oh you just missed like one little spot here awesome Rowan's an easier kid also but like well but I wonder if like Archer feeling like he had some control but like that I think he's like the most well-groomed um kindergartner but also hygiene and looking good makes you feel better about yourself so I guess I don't know where line I think and I think that too like because there's so much pressure with social media of like you know it's more pressure to make sure your kids like look Everly will argue with me and she'll be like no my hair's all the way brushed and it's like gnarly and I'll be like and this is when I can like hear myself becoming my mother and like full robin comes out as I go I'm brushing your hair or people will think you're an orphan yeah it's like if you look, I'm like Archer, if you look better, not, not that he doesn't look good, but it, when you look good, you feel good. I yeah, well, I think that's too, like, it's probably, it's like a self-respect thing. And like, there's yeah. a line where it's like, you're setting an example for your kid though, too. So like, remember, yeah. to, like, go get your shit done. Well, like, there's a line, you know what I mean? Like, it's, like, we don't... All I want is, like, just fucking comb your hair so it's not, like, his hair, he yeah. wakes up. Like, and that's like, not unreasonable. Yeah. It's not like you're, that's like... All. Like you can't, so you can't that go to a- shirt is not the right cut with those shorts. Yeah. So we actually, yeah. I'm not that. Like some I'm more like, he, I'm like, you wear whatever you want. Cause he's in camp, but just like comb your hair, dude. Brush yeah. your teeth. Megan, would you say you are more or less confident since having children? Oh, absolutely. Um, I hate when people say a hundred percent, but I am much more confident after having children. Like I've shared with you, I've probably written on my blog about body dysmorphia and like shit like that. And so after having a kid or kids, like you know, I, I haven't had time to like obsess over it. And I'm also like, modesty is out the door. So you're just like, this is what you get. You know, yeah. I have, I, yeah, I'm just like, oh, I made, I made people with this thing and this is what you get. Yeah, like it's what about uh, you. No, like same. I think it's so weird. Like I am aware of the fact that like I'm much squishier and in places than I was, and like, but like everything's rearranged itself. Um, since I was in my but 20- has it really for you? Has it? I mean, we say that. Yes, I will say. Like when I was in my early twenties, like I had an ass. I had like a thin waist. I had like. It, I, my weight was probably roughly the same. It was just all in very different, different places. Place. Okay. 
um like but back then I thought it was like a problem like I and now I'm just like like so many people like just over the course of like labor and delivery so many strangers are looking directly into your vagina like how do you ever have any modesty ever (laughs) like I don't and like the dogs the kids are coming in when you poop like you don't oh my gosh kids are like mom gross why are you naked like I I honestly like my bathroom it's like I go the dog follows me in my daughter follows me in Ooh, and I about yeah. how hard that is with one bathroom because my kid because like I have yeah, we have an bathroom. old house so we have like one bathroom yeah so I have my own bathroom so like now that my kid like Everly's just starting to get to be like mom but like okay so let's talk and like whatever I'm gonna take a u-turn here okay. so Everly is your seven-year-old and she also saw your boyfriend's soap oh yeah his I, like I was really nervous about where that was going at first. I was like, "She did what?" Yeah, no, his soap. So he's like, um, so he Nerdstick is kind of a prima donna. So he has like a very specific brand of um, toiletries that he uses, and one very specific bar soap that's like the only soap he'll use for the most part. Um, Will they be our affiliate? Maybe I'll have to. I'll have to ask him if. Uh, if it's okay to mention what brand it is, because he's probably yeah. the only straight man in the state of Arizona that like is this into this brand, but that we know of. No, fair. But she, it's like this rosemary mint bar soap, and I like wasn't even thinking like Everly's met Nerdstick before, but like he doesn't stay the night when they're here or anything like right. that. It's like whatever he comes and has dinner with us, and he goes home or we right. go home or whatever. But, um, so she, in my shower, she's like, mom, what is this? And I go, oh, that's Nerdstick soap. Like, he's just, he's really picky. And she's like, well, why is his soap in your shower? And I'm like, oh, like, you know, one night when you were at daddy's, he came over and he like fell asleep here. So he ended up, um, getting ready for work and going the next morning. So he used my shower and she gets like panic stricken. And she's like, where did he sleep? And like, I feel like I've just swallowed a million razor blades. I'm like, Ugh. I'm, I don't remember. I think I'm pretty sure he like fell asleep on the couch during a movie or something. And she goes, Oh, I'm so relieved. And I'm like, what? She's like, I was really worried that maybe you let him sleep in my bed. <laughs> you know, this is all about, you know, at that age, thank God. Well, it's she, all knows, about them. she knows I've had like girlfriends come visit from college and that kind of stuff. And I'm just like, Hey, like take the kid's bed. Like what? Oh, but sweet pea. Like she was just like, Oh, don't mess up my shit. Well, she's like, I like him, but like, cause she's like taking, she's like slowly warming up to him. Cause at first well, she's- Absolutely. And like, I remember I was over there one time with the kids and we went to the pool and they had these like floats and I was like, oh, those are, and Archer didn't have one. And I was like, oh, those are cool. Where did you, can we get, where'd you get one? And she's like, oh, quote unquote nerd stick. But like, she's like, yeah, he's cool. But like, and she's a tough like, body. I don't know. Like, he's not too weird. It's fine. He can be at our house. Yeah, like, she was like, yeah, now she's like, yeah, he's kind of cool. And then she was like, yeah, I like him, but not enough to let him sleep in my bed. <laughs> I'm with her. I'm like, you don't let anyone sleep in your bed, girl. Well, I just hope like nobody else lets. And they have these like floats, and I was like, oh, those are. And Archer didn't have one, and I was like, oh, those are cool. Where did you, can we get? Where'd you get one? And she's like, oh nerd stick but like she's like yeah he's cool but like and she's a tough like, body i don't know like he's not too weird it's fine he can be at our house yeah, like, she was like yeah, now no, she's like yeah, he's kind of cool 
And then she was like, yeah, I like him, but not enough to let him sleep in my bed. <laughs> I'm with her. I'm like, you don't let anyone sleep in your bed, girl. Well, I just hope like nobody else lets him sleep in their bed. And like then all my problems. Oh, and nobody else sleeps in Everly's bed right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, that's, that's a tough thing, I would imagine, introducing your kids to, you know, because it could go either way, right? Like the guy's trying really hard because you're like, fuck you. I want my real dad. You know what I'm saying? Like it could go like a million ways. Like yeah. I can't even. It's like, he's trying too hard. He's not trying enough. Yeah. Like... Or the kids are like jerks or the kids are like, yeah, it's just like, ugh, that's, that's um, a hard one. This reminds me though. We got like another listener. Oh, another one. Uh, yeah. He's... Let me find this. Hey guys, just started listening a few weeks ago. Um, how long should you wait before dating after your spouse leaves you? What about sex? Does the timeline matter if it's not publicly shared on social media or with family or with kids? And how long should you date someone before letting them meet your kids after a divorce? That's like a bulleted question. So I'm going to let you, you have more, um, experience with that. So let's let's like, cause that was a lot for me and I'm. I'm like more of a visual. So like, can you, so here's you the way I approach these things. And again, I don't know if I'm doing them right. So I would love to hear, like, hear Nobody's your, doing that. but, um, like I started dating casually, um, probably like within a few months of moving out, um, didn't start dating anyone exclusively. But let's preface this with you were like done with a relationship a long time, but yes. Uh, I mean, yes. Like I, like I'd been like pre-planning the move. Like we, yeah. Uh-huh. But, um, but like nothing serious. It's like letting guys buy me dinner or coffee or whatever on days the kids are with their dad and I'm bored. Um, didn't start like dating anyone in earnest for at least six months. Did not... I've never, I, my thing was that I would never lie to my kids, but like, I just, I didn't go out of my way to say anything. And they didn't notice until I'd been dating nerd stick for like a year. Like I got a babysitter one night because he's getting ready to leave town. This is my last opportunity to see him. So I want to go to dinner. So I'm like, they see me getting cute. I'm getting ready for dinner. And they're like, mom, are you going on a date? And I don't want to lie to them. So I'm like, yep, I am. I'm going on a date. I should be home around this time. I'll, I'll see you soon. Um, and then it like, didn't take very long for them to be like, well, do you have a boyfriend? I'm like, well, if I did, would you want to know about it? Like, they're like, we out. I'm like, well, yeah, so I do. And here are like a few bullet points about him. And then I just left it at that and let them just kind of ask. Like, here's a dick. <laughs> well, no, I'm just like, Hey, like, okay, here. No, like, I'm kidding. That's no, you're doing it right. Yeah. And, um, and then they just dropped it. Cause like, I didn't want to like just shove too much at them. And so then it was like a few more months later, they're like, ask, they start asking more questions. And then, so probably somewhere around like, maybe like six months after he knew that they knew that he existed, they asked me something, um, something that prompted me to say, well, like, do you guys want to meet him? And they were like, oh yeah, sure. So then it was like, okay, well, like, would this be okay? And then we figured all of that out. So I think it's like situational. It depends on the age of your kids. It depends on how long you've been divorced. But I think that there's a way you can kind of let your kids drive that train. Like they're going to, they'll ask you questions. Just be honest with them. Like, it'd be 
becomes a less traumatic thing. But so I say you just, yeah. as far as that, but I absolutely do not that I have experience with it, but I absolutely do think you should like, you know, Greg and I have had our issues, but I'm like, okay, we would separate whatever. <sighs> I wouldn't want to introduce my kids to somebody else for a while, you yeah. know, until I was sure we're going to be a thing, but yeah. Yeah. No, I don't know anything. So, but yeah, you guys have been together a few years. I'm not talking about you. You guys have been together a couple of years, but I'm just saying like other people. Yeah. It's a thing. But like the second half of this question. So I think like timeline, oh, yeah. is the the boat, but like the second half of like, when is it okay to start dating and when is it okay to start having sex and all of that kind of stuff? You're getting, you're getting divorced. It's no one's business. If you, I like, think anytime, as long as your therapist, aren't there. Me, she was like, you could fuck the entire Cardinals football team and it's nobody's business. And I was like, Oh, okay, well, okay. So put that therapist contact info in our bio. We will, she actually offered to be a guest because she thought this podcast right. sounded so cool. Um, so we, will- um, no, but like what, you said like, yeah, I think there's no, t- I mean, it's whatever you need to do. As long as your kids are fucking like, go have sex, go do what you got to do. I mean, but like, it may not like, please like take care of your own mental health, but like you're an adult. Like, I don't like, yeah. it might not be a good idea to fuck the entire Cardinals football team. Like, well, yeah, exactly. I mean, if you've got somebody in, in like, go ahead and skip the offensive line, like we don't, ugh. All right. Love you. Love you.